Welcome to the Soul Shifts Podcast. I'm Amy and I'm a mindset coach for women who want to step out of autopilot and into alignment as they create a life they love. This podcast will help you manifest your dreams, align your beliefs and feel completely unstoppable. It's time to unlock your own soul shifts, lovely. So let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Shifts podcast. I am coming to you with a really exciting and nerdy episode but it's going to help you so much and I'm really excited to share this with you because if I do say so myself I am the organisation queen. Um, I just I'm obsessed with it so if you've seen the title you'll know what I'm talking about. This is all about getting organised AF in your life and your business and I am going to be taking you through the exact tools and systems that I use to help me stay organised, stay productive, be on track with everything, get my shit done, whilst also having time to rest, to relax, to play, to have fun, to not work basically. Um, and a little note on this, I feel like we especially in the coaching industry, like the feminine um, side of the coaching industry, we, it's very much promoted to be like, go with the flow, like, don't you need, you don't need to plan everything, like, it just take, take it each day, like, use your intuition, and all of those things, and whilst I'm, like, here for it, um, when you're busy, <laughs> You just, you just can't. You need that nice masculine structure in there to keep you on track. So the way that I work is I have a balance of the two. Like this is going to be a very masculine focus, structure, systems focused podcast episode. But what I want you to know is that this isn't like I literally have every single minute of the day planned to the T and if I don't feel like doing that then tough, I just get on with it because that's what's in the calendar. Like, it's not like that. This is really about supporting you so that you actually get the stuff done that you need to do done and have the systems and the tools in place to support you whilst also having that flexible, intuitive, freedom-based life or business that you actually desire okay you can't have one without the other like you, you need to have some sort of structure and systems in place to support that so I've broken down six of the main tools and systems that I use to help me get organized AF and the reason I'm actually fil um, filming this pff, who do I think I am the reason I am recording this now is because I actually really love doing this before the end of the year like I feel like people start talking about like let's get organized for January like that get everything in place and all of this stuff and I love it but trying to do that over Christmas doesn't work for me. I'm busy. I'm with my family. I don't want to be looking at a laptop. Like, I'm just not interested. And then we get into January and I'm like, oh, I wish I'd done all of this beforehand. So I've really got into the habit of doing all of this cleanup, organising stuff throughout November and early December so that I can then switch off over Christmas and come back to January and everything is already in place. So I'm sharing this with you now so that you have time before the end of the year to do these things, to implement the systems, to get used to the tools, to set up your own systems. Like this is just for you to use for inspiration. Like if they don't feel good to you and you're like, mm, I don't wanna do that, then like, that's fine. 
I'm sharing this from what works for me and has done since I started my business and even before that to be honest when I was just doing blogging and content creating I could still use a lot of these same systems throughout university and um, into my working life so you know whether you have a business or not these systems will probably help you and you can just pick and choose what feels good for you you can try different things out um, and yeah go from there and then hopefully the idea is that you will be able to switch off for Christmas feeling completely relaxed feeling so organized and then you'll come back in January and everything's just ready to go so that is the plan so let's get organized okay i'm so excited for this episode i absolutely love watching these kind of youtube videos listening to these kind of podcast episodes like anything organizational productivity just like getting your shit together like i just love it like it is that is the virgo in me like i have um i'm on the cusp of leo virgo so like i'm technically a leo but if i'd been born one day later i would have been a virgo and i have a lot of virgo energy running through me and this is where it fills my soul like all of this oh just love it so let's get straight into the episode <laughs> i say five minutes in whatever so i'm going to start off with my calendar so I use a combination of a online calendar, well, I use my Apple calendar which is just on my MacBook, I use a combination of that and I also have a physical planner which I will go into on a later step. But I'm starting off with my calendar because this gives you the overview of where you're spending your time. Now for me, I could not get by without my, like, um, digital calendar that's what I'm going to call it not an online calendar it's a digital calendar come on Amy okay so I could not live without my digital calendar since I've had my MacBook which I think has been coming up three years I've used this calendar and before then I still used the same calendar it was just on my phone and um, but obviously once I got the MacBook I could then link it which has just made life so much easier but even if you've got an iPhone uh, you could use the um, Apple calendar on your iPhone. Now I can link it across like my laptop and my um, iPad as well. Or you could use Google Calendar. Like I, I know most people use Google Calendar and like there's probably not that much of a distance, but I just love the way that Apple Calendar is set out. Um, and I just find it much easier to use. And because it links across things, I like the um, app on my phone and my iPad for the Apple Calendar much more than the Google Calendar, but take your pick, like it doesn't matter. They essentially do the same thing, just whatever floats your boat. I'm probably gonna be saying that a lot, but having a digital calendar, okay? Now let me break this down for you. This is not planning out every minute of every single day. No, no, no. This will help you though, get organized with where you're spending your time. It gives you this overview of where you're actually spending your time and where your gaps are. If you wanna take a break, if you want to have a rest, if you wanna have like a last minute coffee date, whatever it is, like this is gonna help you keep on top of things like that, okay? So the way that I actually plan my calendar and use it is I have everything color coordinated, obviously. Would it even be me if I didn't? So, and I also have certain calendars shared with my husband so he can add to them as well so let me just take you through this might seem complicated but from someone who's used this and had these same color coordinated calendars for the best part of three years believe me it's not complicated once you get a setup and actually it streamlines things much more easily so 
I have in purple at the very top special events. So these are things like parties, weddings, um, big, big get togethers. It might be like bank holidays. It might be anything big that's happening either in the world or in family or friends or life that's like a big special event, whatever you define as a special event. I have them in a nice big bright purple um, and they're typically all day things. And so they stand out to me straight away, like, oh yeah, there's a wedding on Saturday. Like that's an all day thing. Okay. So that's number one. Then I have work. Obviously I still have a part-time job as does, well, my husband works full-time as well. So I have a work in orange for me and a work in orange for him. So anything work related, whether that is literally just going to work, like I have the days that I'm in work in the calendar, I have any meetings, any um, like parents evenings, any anything like out of the ordinary that's not just my normal lessons go in this calendar for work. And then as I say, I have a split between mine and Angus's. So anything for him, because sometimes he'll end up like having a day trip down to London or he's got um, like exams or whatever it might be. Like he has his own work, but they're the same color because it's work. Okay. And they're both shared with each other. So if um, I'm looking at something and I need to know whether Angus has got something on, I can look quickly and, and decide whether or not that's something that will work. So work for both of us in orange. Then I've got personal. And again, this is how anal I am. We've got a personal each. So these are in green. So green is our personal stuff. And I've got one for me, one for Angus. And this is things like hair appointments, nail appointments, doctor's appointments. Um, like when I get the train or like if I'm traveling, like those kind of things that are specific to me go in mine, specific to Angus go in his, okay? Anything joint usually just goes in mine because like obviously I wear the trousers. So, but they're green. So that's all personal stuff, green. Okay, and that also is the cat too. Then I have the social calendar. This is shared. We don't have um, one each because most social things tend to be together or like it's very obvious who's it, who is it for. We don't need like two each. To be honest, I could probably do that for work and personal, but like whatever. So social is when we're actually going out to meet friends, family, whatever, whatever it might be, just a social, okay? And that's like, we're leaving the house, so we have to look half decent. Or like, we are seeing people, so we have to look half decent. Um, and then I have a, my business one. So I have coaching and calls and in like a nice bright pink, because um, that's obviously the color of my business, like all over, so I just thought, let's go pink. Um, and they obviously stand out as they're like, any coaching that I'm doing, so workshops, masterclasses, group programs, anything that I'm delivering or I'm coaching on or one-to-one -one coaching calls, anything that I'm actually doing, even down to like Instagram or Facebook Live, um, or get a podcast guest uh, recording, anything that I'm actually doing where I'm showing up to deliver coaching or something for somebody else that is in that like hot pink, okay? So they're the things that like are actually happening in our lives, the appointments, the meetings, the calls, work, special events, things that are actually happening that we can't get out of, okay? And then I have four other ones which are like the to-dos okay so this is really important to be able to use your calendar efficiently in my opinion you have to start putting your to-dos on your calendar okay because it's not going to get done unless it actually lands on your calendar if you are just packing your calendar full of meetings calls coaching podcast interviews 
appointments, whatever it might be, and you've got no white space left to actually do your to-dos, because remember, the majority of business is not, like, forward-facing. Like, the majority of your business stuff is going to be behind the scenes, admin stuff, planning stuff, putting things together. You've got to get stuff done. So if you're not leaving that space for your to-dos, you're not going to get them done, and this is where we end up feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, burnt out. Okay, so I have personal to-dos in a, like a different shade of green. I have business to-dos, different shade of pink. I have my habits, my routines, and I have my workouts, okay? So let me just break this down a little bit further. These to-dos are things that are on my to-do list that need to be done on a certain day. So for example, if I know I'm delivering a workshop on a Tuesday, I know that on my calendar on a Monday, I need to put in that I am preparing for that workshop. So I'll have the call in that bright hot pink on the Tuesday, like penciled in or whatever time it is, and that's like the actual call or the actual workshop. And then on the Monday, I will decide, okay, I'll need two hours to prepare for this call. And I will put that in the paler pink in my biz to-dos calendar as uh, you need to do this. Okay, so that means I know not to book any calls in, not to like scroll on Instagram for an hour, not to go and just chat to my husband for an hour. Like that is my time to prepare for the workshop. Okay, so that's in the biz to do's section. And the same with personal to do's. Like you can you can go as deep with this as you want to. Like typically for personal to do's, that's just things like I need to do the food shop. Like I actually need to plan some time to do the food shop because it's been two and a half weeks. We haven't got any food left. And it takes me a good hour, hour and a half by the time I've cleaned out the fridge, put together a, a, a shopping list, actually driven down to the shops, done the food shop, come back, put everything away. Like it takes a good hour, hour and a half. So I'll put that in my personal to-dos on a day where I know I can do it. Same with housework. If I know I'm gonna have a massive cleaning session that's gonna take a couple of hours, I will put that on my personal to-dos. Okay, so anything that you know that takes a substantial amount of time that you feel like you need to make time for, like a morning or an afternoon or a few hours, put them in your to-do list on your calendar so it's like fully time blocked out and you can actually see it. Okay, so they're my like to-do lists. Then I have my habits, routines and workouts. So these are just things like I want to spend more time doing my morning rituals and so I won't do this every week but if I notice that it's slipping and I'm not prioritising that time for myself I will start putting it in my calendar as half an hour every morning so that I make that commitment. Same with um, you know writing an Instagram post that to me is a habit that's a routine I want to build like make, make writing an Instagram post every day so if I'm slipping on that a little bit, I'll put that specifically into my calendar. And workouts, I treat them like appointments as much as possible. Like, let's be honest, it doesn't always happen. But like, I'll look at the week ahead and work out when I'm gonna do my workouts or whether it's gonna be a walk, whether it's gonna be a Les Mills, whatever it's gonna be, and I'll put them in the calendar as well. Okay, so they're kind of like, um, they're not as important, they can be moved around. I don't necessarily have to put them in if I don't want to, but it just helps me like break down what I need to be doing that day and seeing what blank space I have. So when I'm looking at my calendar, there is still a lot of white space. It might sound like from all of those different calendars that I actually don't have any blank space left, but I have a lot of blank space left because 
I'm being really intentional with how I'm spending my time. Like I haven't just filled it with fluff. I've been specific with, okay, I'm at work these hours of the day. I've got this workshop in the evening. I've got this thing that I really need to do that's gonna take an hour. Put all of those things in the calendar and then everything else is like the free space. So then when that free space, you can either choose to add something in if there's more that you could do or you can leave it and have that as free time to spend with your family, your friends, add a social thing or just have some time to yourself. Okay, so that's the calendar. That's, that's the calendar portion of it. And honestly, once you get to grips with your calendar, and specifically if you use a calendar that goes across your different devices, like that's gonna help you stay on track so much better, okay? So let's move on to Asana. I love, I love, I love Asana, okay? Like I'm literally obsessed with my Asana. I've used this well before I had my business when I was doing um, chronic illness and lifestyle blogging. I just, I just love it, okay? So, it doesn't matter what kind of system you use, like you might have Slack or Trello or, I don't know what all of the different ones are called, but like essentially they all do the same thing. You just gotta choose a system that works for you. And essentially it's a project management tool or system, okay? My chosen one is Asana, yours might be something different, but either way, this probably will help you keep, um, give you some ideas for like how you could actually use it without going overboard. Like, believe me, I've been that person with like 20 different Asana boards and it's just too stressful. I've kept it very, very simple. So I have three teams, okay? I have my CEO team, content team, and a coaching team. That's how I've split the categories up. And you'll see this reflected across the other tools and systems that I use, like Gmail, Google Drive, um, my Notes app, all of the things that I'm going to be going into. From a business, it's split into CEO content and coaching. Like, that's it. So in the CEO section, I have a project for goals, a project for lists, and a project for tracking. So my goals, very simple. I have my big vision goals at the top, so they're like my overall yearly goals or just general like overall goals that I am working towards and then I have the goals that I've set for this month so that's probably going to like break down that bigger goal and like okay what do I actually want to achieve this month so it might be like a specific income goal that I want for this month um, a specific number of followers that I want to reach on Instagram specific number of clients that I want to sign whatever that might be that's specific to this month and that is it, that's all I do for my goals. My big goals, my monthly goals, keep it as simple as that. Okay, in my physical planner, I do break that down further and I do like a weekly goal, but for Asana, just big goals and monthly goals, and that's it. Simple as fudge cake. So, moving on to the lists project. So, oh, I've got six lists in here and I have this in the list format. Um, and this really helps me stay on track and this is what I use in conjunction with the calendar and my physical planner to make sure everything is accounted for and is actually working for me. So for example, for example, to start with, at the top of my list section, I have a section called quick ticks. Okay, so these are things that take no more than five to 10 minutes and they're not necessarily urgent things that actually need to be done on a certain day. Um, these are just things that I know won't take me very long, but they just need to get done. Like they just need to get done at some point and they'll take five to 10 minutes. So for example, the only thing, I've only got one thing on there at the moment, which is to create a, um, 
audio snippet for my latest podcast episode and share that to Instagram. I know that will take me literally five minutes. It just needs to be something that I do when I've got a spare five minutes. And these are really good if you're in between calls and you've got like 20 minutes and you're like, oh, I haven't really got time to like start anything big. You can just come to this list and look at your quick ticks and just get two or three of them done. Like that's why they're really good to have them specifically in a different section. Okay, then underneath that, my next section is just my general to-do list. My um, names for my lists are not very imaginative. They literally are what they say on the tin. So this is my to-do list. And these are like my bigger tasks. So this thing, this might be like record podcast episode number 80, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, it might be plan workshop that I'm delivering on Tuesday. It might be one of them's contact guests for 2023 in my podcast. Um, it might be to record one of the trainings. These are like bigger things that need to be done um, in terms of podcast content, um, coaching, whatever it might be. These are just like, as things come to me, like, oh, I need to do that. And they take longer than that five to 10 minutes, they go on my to-do. And these are typically deadlined as well. So these will have, I'll actually specifically put in a due date for these. Like this needs to be done by Tuesday. And then they're the things that I will then put in the calendar. So if I know and I look and I say, okay, I've got to record, edit and schedule episode 80 before Wednesday, I'll put that in to do on Sunday or Monday and then I'll put that over my calendar. Okay, so it's all accounted for and it all makes sense. Next category or section in the lists um, project is at some point. These are like tasks that I want to do but aren't necessarily urgent they're like if I have the time I'll do them but they're not a priority so at the moment things like um updating my website with new photos not essential not a priority but I'd like to do it at some point um I want to re-record my intro and outro for my podcast because I've slightly changed what I'm focusing on and I want my intro to reflect that again not a priority it's something I would like to do at some point so those kind of things they aren't um they haven't got a due date they haven't got like a specific timeline they're just an at some point and again that's where if I'm like want to work on a Saturday afternoon for example if Angus is busy and I'm like you know what? I'm going to do some business stuff this is the list that I'll typically come to and I'll be like, okay, what other things can I be doing in my business? Because I don't have anything else specific that I need to do. Okay, my second two lists are my ideas list and then my wish list. So my ideas list is literally just any time I think of a program idea or masterclass idea or a ebook or freebie idea. I'm a mani gen in my human design, I have a lot of ideas. Like they're coming to me all the time. Like I'm literally like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. And I found it most helpful when I actually have a specific list for my ideas to put them in. And then when I have a chance, I can come back to them and probably, to be honest, a lot of them get deleted <laughs> or changed dramatically. But some of them are like, you know what? I still want to do that. And now I have the space and time to do that. I'm going to do it. And then obviously, if I decide to do that, then I'll turn that into like an actual project of its own. But to begin with, just having this ideas list and I'll put next to it like what that is, like a masterclass or um, a workshop or program or whatever it might be. Okay, so this is just my ideas list. Anything that comes to you, just put it in an ideas list. And then at the bottom, my wish list. So these are things that I would like to buy or have or pay for in the business, um, but just not ready yet. At the moment, the only things on there is... Um, uh, add-on templates kit for my website from the 
place that I bought my website theme. To be honest, it's really not a priority. So it, because it's not a priority, it's just on there. And at some point I may or may not buy it, but it's just there as a reminder that I have looked at it. It is something that I would like. It's just not something that's urgent and it can wait until I have the spare funds to do that. Um, when I kind of, when I'm ready to do that. Maybe it will become a priority at some point, who knows. And um, But that just helps keep a track of things that you would like in your business. So it might be like you want to work with a specific coach, so you might put that in, or like you want to buy a course, you might put that there. Um, when I was, before I paid for my own music, for my intro, outro for podcast, I put the specific um, song, like music, that I wanted to buy in there. And then when I was ready to actually do that, it was there, the link was there, I just had to click it and pay for it. So it's just a really good way, instead of you like constantly just like putting money out left, right and centre it, without thinking about it like mindless spending in your business this just helps you keep it intentional and keep it really really purposeful so you know that when you are spending money it's it's because it's something that you genuinely genuinely actually want in your business so that is my lists project then I have a tracking project this is very simple I track my income every month Instagram followers podcast listens and email subscribers that's it each month I just put in the number we're at and it just helps me um, keep on top of that. And then that helps me form my goals for the month. I'll just always try and like get more than the last month. Very simple. Um, I'm not gonna go through the other sections in as much detail, you'll be pleased to know, because then less about organizing, um, more just about how I run my business. So in the content team, I have um, a project for my podcast, emails and Instagram. And then in my coaching, I have my one-to-one -one coaching. Um, any programs so like at the moment the magic is you I have a masterclasses one and I have a freebies one and I just have them broken down into separate projects so I can keep on top of them in their own way but okay, I'm not going to go through all of those because honestly even I'll get bored so that is my Asana the main thing that I do use is that that CEO um, project at the top so where I have my goals my lists and my tracking so when you can break things down and actually put them into the priorities, it makes it so much easier to keep on top of and link to your calendar and actually get stuff done. So, oh, number three. The third thing that I use is Google, other than the Google Calendar, sorry Google, but I do use Gmail and I do use G Drive, Google Drive. So, in my email, I am an inbox zero kind of person. I hate it, I hate it when people have like a thousand plus emails, especially if they're unread in their email inbox, like I literally, it makes my skin crawl. I cannot cope, it just drives me mad. So like at work, I have separate categories and folders and I have the same in my business and I have the same in my personal email. So in my business one, I have an action needed folder. So emails that come in, so like for example, this month I had an email from Member Press to say your subscription is renewing in November. I no longer use Member Press. I needed to cancel the renewal. So I put that email into the action needed folder. And then at some point that ended up onto my Asana. So like every week or every few days, I'll look in that action needed emails and anything that actually needs to be done, I'll just move into my Asana to-do list and then it actually gets done. Very simple. Then I have an upcoming folder. So this is like any time um, I've got a coaching call or um, someone's like someone's booked in a coaching call on Calendly and I'll get the Calendly email. I keep that in my upcoming. So it just means that I've got the link there just in case something goes wrong on my calendar. Like obviously all of these things, the Zoom links are 
sent to my calendar automatically but you just never know so I put any upcoming events in that so any workshops or masterclasses that I've signed up to or programs that I've signed up to um any zoom links that I need to keep on top of that from other people they all go in the upcoming and then obviously every week I'll then remove the ones that I no longer need um and then very simply similar to Asana and the different teams that I had in Asana I have a CEO folder a coaching folder um a content folder and an up level folder okay so the up level folder is basically for anything that I've subscribed to um or signed up to for my own development um and then I have it like per person so like for different people that I've worked with I have a separate folder for each of them so any invoices any resources anything like that can just go into their specific folder and then I can keep on top of everything so that's my um gmail folders very simple they basically then correspond to the google drive folders so i have a folder for ceo a folder for coaching content up level and then i also have one for personal as well so any personal bits and pieces can go in there that's it like within each of those folders obviously i do have more folders for each one i have like in terms of the content one and i have one broken down for podcast um, in the coaching folder, I've got like one-to-one -one coaching programs, masterclasses that I have a folder for each masterclass. Like I have all of that as well, but like I'm not going to go through all of those because I've been talking for half an hour now and I guarantee you'll be getting bored with this. So basically the emails and the G drive, I just have them in folders, into categories, and then I break those categories down as and when I need to. And they are CEO content, coaching and up level. Okay. Very simple just keeps on top of everything, keeps everything in the right place and means you're not just like cluttering up your desktop or your inbox for no reason. Okay, we're getting through these. So number four, the fourth thing that I use is my physical planner. So I've actually got a planner from Plum Paper Planner, which is an American brand, which is very, very annoying, but I do love it. Um, this is my second one that I've had um, and it is the only planner that I have used every single week religiously for two years so that tells you everything you need to know because I'm sure we're all guilty of buying a new planner and then not using it after like three weeks but I actually do use this okay so this is a grid layout and I've got it in front of me this is a grid layout it's got Monday through to Sunday along the top and then down the side there's six rows so I use each row for something different. The top row I use for today, so that's things like I'm at work today, or Gusto's arriving today, or I need to work out today, or like there's a wedding today. They're just like important, like overall today things. Then I have um, the next row is for biz, so my business to do. So that's when I'll look at my Asana to-do list and my calendar and like actually write down. There's only five lines for each row, by the way. So this helps me keep it really intentional. I can't write 20 things down to do in my business on a Monday because there's only five lines and some to-dos will take up two. So, you know, max five things, which works really well because I can be really intentional. I need to go live on Instagram. I need to send this to a client. I need to um, prep for this workshop. Like keep it really, really intentional. I have the same then for my home to-do list. So that's things like I need to make, um, change the bedding. I need to clean the kitchen, do the floors. Like that's home stuff. And then I have a personal stuff. So um, a personal section, which is just to be honest, like a general to-do. So that might be like post this letter or email your doctor or whatever that might be. 
Then I have um, a section for time, so there are things like I actually need to remember to be on this call at two o'clock or I've got a nail appointment or whatever it might be. And then at the bottom I have my habits, so this is where I track my habits. Typically they are like my morning rituals, so meditation or journaling, um, taking my medication, maybe doing a workout or going for a walk. Um, and sometimes I'll stop putting like what I've had for dinner or like I'll do a meal plan in there depending on how I'm feeling. Sometimes I'm really organised and I have a meal plan, I'll write it out on my planner and sometimes I wing it every day, we'll just see. But that really helps me keep on, on top of everything and that helps me combine business and life. So everything that I've spoken to up to this point is typically business related, but this helps me then actually like look at my week in terms of my life as well. Obviously my calendar is life as well, but obviously Asana, the emails and Google Drive is all focused on business. This does help bring it all together and keeps me like focused on a day-to-day -day basis rather than like an overall basis. Okie dokie. Then finally, um, actually not finally, fifthly, <laughs> last, not last, second to last. Oh my goodness, Amy, just stop. Um, I use my notes app. This is very simple. I have a category or a folder for a personal broken down into like health um, and then I have um, a folder for business, which I have all my Instagram captions in there. So I have a separate folder for Instagram. I plan out all my podcast episodes in there. So a separate folder for podcast and then the coaching. So things like um, if I'm doing a masterclass, like links, I'll keep in my notes app. So it's like really quick to grab a link and send it to somebody. DM scripts, if I want DM scripts, anything like coachy business kind of stuff just goes in my notes app just because it's on my phone it's easy to grab and I can also get that on my laptop as well so that's my notes app and then finally bringing it all together and how I'm actually using all of this to support me and to get me organized is my weekly planning ritual or session whatever you want to call it and this is where I set my intentions for the week in terms of personal, so it might be I want to do three workouts, I want to take my medicine every day, I want to go for a walk, whatever it might be. I choose what I'm going to be focusing on in my business, so not in terms of what I'm selling, but just generally what I want to focus on. So maybe it's creating and writing an Instagram post every day, maybe it's going live three times, maybe it is creating the trainings for a programme, whatever the focus, the main thing that I'm going to be doing is on that. Um, and then what I'm gonna be selling. So in a week, I typically only sell one to two things at a time because honestly, I just, I couldn't sell more than that. But like two things, usually um, a group thing and a one-to-one -one thing is absolutely fine. I'll then also work out what um, workouts we're doing. If I'm doing a meal plan, what meals I need and then do a shopping list from that. I then combine all of that, put it onto my calendar, put the biz to-dos into Asana, from my personal to-dos into my physical planner and create my weekly plan. And it all comes together beautifully and it just works. Like, what can I say? This just works. So I know this seems like a lot and believe me, when I first started getting like super organized and using different tools and systems, I did not use all six to start with. It might've just started with a simple to-do list in my notes app. It probably, you know, at first I didn't have like a digital calendar. I just used um, a paper calendar. Take what works and leave what doesn't. But I do invite you to try the different things that I have mentioned and the different systems and the ways that I use different things because this really helps me stay on top of things, especially if you are like me where 
you're running a business alongside working a part-time job alongside you know having a relationship and have, running a house having a house to look after and a cat to look after and a husband to feed and all of the things like it can get a lot and you do want to be able to spend time on your own or to relax to rest to recuperate to go out with your husband for a meal to see your family to see your friends and you don't want to just get caught up in constantly doing and thinking about business because you haven't got yourself organized being able to do all of this and keeping on track and top of all of this gives you that feminine flow and ease because you then have that white space in your calendar to be able to do that okay so i hope you enjoyed this episode uh, I can't wait to see you all become organised queens like me. And if you have got any questions, please don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram at Amy Sorns or just share like, this really helped me. I'm going to start doing this. Like if there's a new system or tool that you're going to introduce into your life and your business to help you get organised, like please share with me. And if you can, it would be amazing if you could share this to your Instagram stories and tag me saying that you've listened to the episode and you loved it and you it helped you in some way. Um, and just share that with your own audience. That would mean the absolute world to me. And it just gets this podcast out to more and more people, which just is incredible. And I just love you for it. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and I will see you all in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, lovely. I hope it was everything you needed today and if it was, I would love to know. You can connect with me on Instagram at amysorns or check out the links in the show notes to see how we can work together going forwards. I love and appreciate you so much and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.